Welcome to the latest episode of Public Power Now. I'm Paul Champoli, News Director at APPA. Our guest today is Liz Jambor, who is Manager of Data Analytics and Business Intelligence at Texas Public Power Utility, Austin Energy. Liz is joining us today to discuss APPA's Smart Energy Provider Program. Just a note that the application window for the program opened earlier this month, and the deadline for submittals is April 30th, 2021. Liz, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Paul. It, it's kind of a bucket list thing for me to be on a podcast, so I'm very excited to be here today. Great, great. Well, thanks again for joining us. Um, so, Liz, um, I, I, as kind of a threshold matter, wanted to know if you could describe your role as the chair of the uh, Smart Energy Provider Application um, Review Panel. Sure. So um, the Smart Energy Program is a relatively new program. We are in our, this will be our third review year, um, not not including the trial that we went through at the beginning. And we started as a group of um, committed volunteers across many utilities representing um, large and small utilities all across the country. And as the, as the chair, I basically facilitate the efforts of this group. Um, and, and it's probably one of the easiest jobs I have in what I do because really this is a group that is really committed to, um, to this program, to the Smart Energy Program, to making sure that um, the, the applications are thoughtfully reviewed, that we support the utilities through the interview or the application process, um, that those that are not successful in the process are communicated with so that they can be more successful the next time around, um, that we keep making it better so that each time we see where the gaps might be and can move move the program forward um, so that it, it continues to grow. And so um, as the chair, I get to I get to just kind of help this group kind of stay on task and move forward to make this program a, a better program each year. Great. Great, thanks. Um, and so you touched upon some of the specifics of the program itself. Did you have anything more you wanted to add in terms of an overview of the program? Sure. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what makes um, the Smart Energy Program unique from, say, RP3 or ACE or, <clears throat> excuse me, any of the other APPA programs that are out there is this one is committed to the energy efficiency, distributed generation, renewable energy, and environmental initiatives that utilities might be participating in. Um, and while that may sound like a daunting list for some utilities, uh, there are many things that utilities are already doing that, that would be considered sustainable activities or energy efficient activities or participation in renewable energy or environmental initiatives. And so um, I really encourage any of the utilities out there that are APPA members to look at what, what are the categories of the smart energy program so that they can see that yes, they are doing this or with a few tweaks of their programs, they could be successful in, in applying for this. But this one is, is looking at how do we, how do we take uh, public power to the next level in terms of moving away from fossil fuels and that reliance on the the old ways of energy and moving us into the newer ways of energy, whether that's 
um, creating programs where we're helping our customers save energy, which then helps them save money, or helping our customers find ways to participate in renewable energy or creating their own types of energy. Okay, great. Um, and so, you know, this is obviously a relatively new program, so I think it, for, for listeners who who may be thinking about um, pursuing designation uh, as a smart energy provider, what would you say are the benefits of that designation? I think one of the things that um, this designation, it allows utilities to be nationally recognized. Okay. So there may be utilities that um, – that people have never heard of. They're from small towns. They're from distant areas. They're, they're, they're ones that um, are doing amazing things and nobody ever hears from them because they're so busy just doing the amazing things. And so this Smart Energy Program Award allows them to be nationally recognized among their peers. It also allows them to benchmark some of their current activities against what we would consider industry best practices. So they can, utilities can look at some of their um, energy efficiency programs or some of their environmental initiatives and say, okay, how are we doing compared to best in class or, or some of the, the top utilities in the public uh, power world so that now they know this is where we want to grow to. But I think one of the things that we have seen from the customer research is that our customers value their utility even more when their utility says, hey, we're one of the best in this thing. So we're not, utilities typically aren't top of mind for customers, but when the utility is winning an award as compared to other utilities across the nation, it allows the customers to go, wow, that's my utility they're talking about. So there's there's value, there's pride, um, and it just, it it takes that that uh, utility to a higher level of value for that customer. Okay, great. Now, um, we have the benefit of talking to you um, from the perspective of Austin Energy itself. It's gone through the application process and has received the uh, Smart Energy Provider designation. So I'd be curious to know if you could um, kind of walk us through the application process um, in terms of for Austin Energy specifically, and were there any specific programs at the utility that Austin Energy um, highlighted in the application process to get the designation? So, um, so the thing that we did, and I really encourage um, all utilities to do this, <clears throat> is, you know, fill out the entire application. Um, we do, at Austin Energy, we're very fortunate to have um, citizens, commissions, and council that are are committed to renewable energy and and committed to um, energy savings goals. So that that helps us a lot in in this in this area because we have energy efficiency programs, we have distributed generation, we have environmental initiatives, but. But there, there's more than just that within the application. So there are things um, such as uh, customer communication and, and assessing how well you're doing with the customers. Um, have you have you formalized your goals? Are you communicating that out and things like that? So um, I think one of the things that helped us be successful was to make sure that we had multiple sets of eyes on the application. Um, I know when when um, there was a 
there was an individual on my team that started with it. And when he, he ran through it and, and filled it out as best as, as he knew, but he only knew certain things. So it was, it was, we had it then reviewed by another staff member by me and then by another team member. So, um, being able to have multiple eyes on it to make sure, Oh wait, we forgot about this one program. Um, the programs we did highlight, uh, we've been able to um, expand our use or our um, involvement in solar. So uh, we had community solar um, growing at that time. We had just launched it. And so that was one that we, we got to highlight um, when we uh, apply. Uh, so the application and the, uh, the application process, if you're a successful uh, in winning the award can happen every two years. So we'll be coming up on, on our application again and in 2021. So, um, we, we will, uh, fortunately get to talk about the expansion of our EV program. So that's an, that's one that we will highlight this coming year. But again, we'll want to make sure that we hit everything and not just talk about one area because, Again, smart energy is not just a solar program or not just an EV program, but it's 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 reaching all of your customers in ways that that get them involved in some type of sustainability or environmental initiative. Okay, great. Um, so, kind of, a, I guess, a broader question for you. Um, so, for utilities that are just starting out, do you have any advice on smart energy planning, or more specifically? Um, other important smart energy provider activities, and um, what do you think has worked well or not so well in your experience? Yeah, so I think so, and and this kind of comes from um, like my my own experience at Austin Energy, and then also the things we talk about as as the reviewers, <clears throat> and we've gone now through three review processes, three review sessions. So I would say focus on goals, customers, and communications. So have some type of um, energy savings, um, environmental or sustainable goals, what, whatever that might be. And, and each utility is going to decide what that is. Um, for us, we have megawatt savings goals. We have um, distributed energy or distributed generation goals. We have a renewable energy goal, and, and those are all set by our council. So we have those. But there may be other ones. It may be number of customers aware of sustainable efforts. There may be number of customers participating in energy efficiency programs. It could be anything. So start with some goals that, that you, can, you can work to reach. Figure out who your customers are that that would participate in these programs. Um, not every not every customer approaches energy efficiency or sustainability or renewable energy in the same way. Um, some of them do it because they want to save planet Earth. Some of it, some do it because they want to save energy. Some do it um, from a cor uh, a business side or a commercial customer side. They do it because they have corporate goals. So. It just depends on who that customer is as to why they do it, but figure out who they are and why they do it. And then you can start now with communication, communicating that partnership you want to build with them as far as 
smart energy planning and that you are their smart energy um, advisor and smart energy provider. And so you start building that value statement for them that you can help them reach those goals. So the utility themselves has a goal and then you figure out what your customer's goals are, what their wants are, what their values are, and you can start partnering with them to help reach those. Um, We've seen that some customers are so committed to wind that when we um, changed some of our pricing structures on our Green Choice, which is our wind program, they were so committed, they stayed with the higher price because they felt that it was that important to pay that extra that extra cost to keep make sure that we kept purchasing wind energy. So um, you just never know what a customer's thinking in terms of those those um, those renewable or sustainable type of goals they have for themselves. So looking at it and thinking about the um, value statement for them. <clears throat> so, so what works well, I think any, any time you can use um, data and information as support, um, it, Nicely, as utilities, we're getting more and more data. We're getting more, uh, we're growing our ability to use that data so that we can make better informed decisions. And when you can go to leadership, when you can go to the governing bodies and say, here's the information, here's the data that supports it, it helps make those helps them make the decisions to move in a smart energy direction. Um, it can be it can be kind of daunting if you've never done this as a utility because you're working <clears throat> to one help customers save the possibly the one asset you sell them. So how do you how do you get that around everybody's mind? And then two, you've got to continually create new customers within possibly a closed market. So how do you continually create a new green customer or a new uh, programmable thermostat customer or a new, um, a new um, a solar customer, all within the customer base that's already locked in. So it's using data and information about your customers and about the new opportunities that are there so that you can continue to grow those uh, energy efficiency or those renewable energy programs. Um, so what doesn't work well is not taking the customers in mind, um, not communicating with the customers, and more importantly, not communicating with staff. Um, when, when you're creating these, these new things for some utilities, they could be new or they could be um, modifications of what they currently have. And if everybody in the utility is not, um, familiar with, I mean, they don't have to be, um, completely versed on the nuances of, of solar panels and, and how inverters and things like that but they at least need to know that there is a there's a program related to solar and how can people participate if someone were to ask staff need to be empowered to be able to talk about how important these things are how wonderful they are for the the customers how wonderful they are for the community um, and when they're left out you've lost a set of ambassadors to help move things along <clears throat> so if we can as a utility communicate the value of these things we can we can move things forward but a lot of times and and we see this we see this in the research we see this in some of the applications one of the gaps we see is that 
there's not compl- that completing of the circle of creating a program, launching the program, and then finding out what the customers think about the program. So many utilities miss that final piece. They don't circle back with the customers and say, hey, what did you think about this? Did you even, do you, are you even aware that we have this program? So uh, it really is thinking about the variety of customers that you have and communicating with them so that that as changes are needed or as gaps get created, all of those things can happen kind of on the fly. Okay. And um, so, so just the, the kind of the wrap up question. So you've, 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 you've done a great job in terms of covering the landscape of, of smart energy planning and more specifically um, the program itself. Um, so kind of want to put you on the spot here for the final question. And one thing from the program that, that you think is, uh, particularly important for utilities to implement, uh, more, what would that be? So I would say that the, the one thing uh, to look for is is look for the gaps, right? So, you know, because for me to say, and especially from Austin Energy, because like we're, the, we're one of the big ones, right? And really at APPA that we have more small utilities than we have anything else. So, um but I think all of us as utilities have gaps. And, and what I mean by that is that there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a space that occurs between what we are delivering and what our customers want or need. So look for that gap and, and then look to fill it. So is the gap in, is the gap in awareness? So let's say that you have these programs. Let's say that you have energy efficiency or you have demand response or you have renewable energy, but you're just not getting the uptake that you assumed you would get. Well, it could be because customers are not aware. And if you think about the way the world is now with multiple streaming services and podcasts and the, uh, the availability of the stuff that we can look at on our phone and I mean, I have I have two college students at home now, and I watch them in class, and their class is teeny tiny, and then they've got all these other things on their computer. So they are multiple things are coming at them at once, and then we expect customers to go, "Hey, learn about our energy efficiency program." Right. You know, so, yeah. so there's a gap, right? Yeah. Um, we also have customers that don't understand our language. They don't know what a KWH is or a demand response or a DER or a, a megawatt, none of that, right? So so maybe there's a gap in communication. And so we think we're saying all these great things to them that make complete sense to us, but maybe we have to change our language. And then, or maybe there's a gap in, in the in what they consider savings. So maybe when we say, hey, if you participate in this energy efficiency or this renewable energy, you'll save, you'll save money. And maybe that means, you know, that means $50, it means $100, and we're talking about ones and twos. And so um, those are the kind of things that we need to look up. So let's look for the gap, start there, gather some data as support so you really start to understand like where that gap came from and then start to fill that gap and along the way build partnerships so partnerships with your customers partnerships with um, other possibly other departments um, if if that's possible in the community partnerships with vendors that can help build that 
fill in that gap. Partnerships with other parts of APPA, such as DEED, um, if you're wanting to do some research, or um, which is the, the research arm of APPA. Um, reaching out to some of the... Um, uh, some of the members of the Smart Energy Program Review Board to get some ideas of, of things that you could do. Um, let some of the, the successful award winners of this program so that it's, it's there's not just one thing that a, for a program, but it's to figure out where is the gap for you as a utility and then keep taking those steps forward to fill that gap. Uh, well, Liz, thanks again for taking the time to speak with us today. It's been a great conversation. Um, for listeners who may want more information about the program, you can check out APPA's website. So, Liz, thanks again for your time. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it.